to have you. We know we're in the fall season and I'm always happy to have fellow alum. For those who don't know, I went to Prairie View and University and I graduated in chemical engineering and it's a historically black university. A lot of people have been hearing HBCU so now you know what it means. <laughs> and with that said, I have a fellow one that um, is a chemie as well and I just wanted to spend time with him to discuss about how he became a chemie and also more about his background. So with that said, welcome, Michael. How are you doing? Oh, pretty good. How are you doing, Karen? Thanks for having me on. Oh, oh thank you for, you know, coming on. So just want to dive in. Just tell us, you know, how you became a chemical engineer and also just more background of where you work currently. Oh, sure, sure. So I'll start with, with the Kimmy part. It was pure fate and luck, to be honest. There was, there was no magic formula. Uh, I came in as a Engineering Concepts Institute uh, scholarship recipient. I had no idea as a young 18 year old what type of engineering I wanted to do. My parents basically mandated that I would major in some form of engineering. I didn't know what the forms of engineering were. Mm -hmm. So I went to a couple of sem you know, uh, seminars and, and what workshops and I was like, let's try this Kimmy thing. They're the highest paid and they're the most difficult. And that probably is what drove me to Kimmy is because I wanted the hardest challenge. Okay. And 18 years old, that's 1988, folks. All right. Um, <laughs> years old, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Yeah. <laughs> in 1988, uh, I was an uh, uh, ECI uh, scholarship recipient. And then I embarked on my career in the, with the Department of Chemical Engineering because it was the hardest. Okay. I, advise that or recommend that as, as the way to choose your major, but it worked out, God willing, thank, uh, thank goodness for me. Yeah, that's good. That is really good. It, it's um, funny you say that because for me, um, I wasn't going to Purview, but that was going to be my destiny because my um, parents met at Purview. Um, my grandfather went to Purview and a lot of cousins, uncles, et cetera. So I was trying to be different and I was going to go to Northwestern because I wanted to major in linguistics and become, you know, an interpreter for ambassadors that travel around the world. Right. And um, it Absolutely. was a neat story. My parents said, okay, you got a full scholarship to Purview. You got a partial scholarship to Northwestern and you'll have to work. I said, oh, when are we going to Purview? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you know, my first love, actually, I wanted to be an environmental lawyer, but I wanted to have engineering experience. So I actually was thinking about Howard, you know, Southern, those schools with law schools. Right. And uh, but I only had a partial scholarship and they were, you know, Howard's a private school. So I also had a, a partial scholarship to Texas A&M, the UT. Uh -huh. And thank you. Um, they said, oh, full scholarship to Prairie View. Your mom, your dad, your uncle, your grandfather, everybody went to Prairie View. If you don't go to Prairie View, we're going to stop feeding you. I'm like, <laughs> tell me to weigh down 290. <laughs> I see, like we had similar, you know, motivation to get to Prairie View, but I don't regret it at all. I'm so glad that I, I, I went to Prairie View. And just like you, I did a process of elimination. I went in undecided. I didn't know what I was going to major in. And then I talked to all the engineering departments and then honed in on Kimmy. So 
It's, it's funny. I'm glad that you said your story. I didn't know how similar it was. <laughs> I know. That's weird, huh? <laughs> I know. I know. So tell us about, you know, your current company and where you are now as far as uh, and how long, I guess, now you've been in engineering. Yeah, so I've been uh, in engineering and really chemical manufacturing for about, you know, 26 and a half, 27 years, okay, you know, kudos. primarily for three different companies, uh, BASF. Monsanto and and Arkema. And of the three, Arkema is probably the least known because it used to be part of a larger company known as Total. Oh, okay. Total is the French version of Exxon, basically. Okay. So they split off all of their chemical businesses. And so, but Arkema has been in existence for at least 80, 90 years oh, okay. uh, under a different name. So I've been with Arkema Inc. Um, basically all together 10 and a half years. Uh, I'm what you call a boomerang. I worked for them between 2004 and 2011, went and worked for BASF, did a global assignment, lived in Germany, came back and, you know, folks that were still with the company tapped me on the shoulder and said, we got a position that we had you in mind for. Are you willing to come back? And I said, sure, show me the, show me the specifics. Right, right. Uh, but I'll, be, <laughs> I'll be happy to come back. So here I am three and a half years later on my second term with Arkema Inc., which is a specialty commodity uh, adhesives type company that takes high-end materials off of the crackers and, and converts them into materials that you see in some of your everyday products through specialty chemistries. So that's good. I'm, I'm glad that you explained, especially the history of Arkema. So that's good because a lot of people, you know, who are looking on the audience would want to know too. So I appreciate that. Well, thank you. So I want to shift gears a little bit, but it's kind of, you know, related to both of us um, going to HBCUs. So I wanted to talk about another passion that you have. And that is co-hosting, you know, different radio programs, you know, as far as for HBCUs. And if you could just expound on that and how you came into that and how that's going, especially since we're in fall and a lot of people are having football and homecomings. Uh, it's, a weird, it's a weird, it's kind of a weird, but my second love is sports. You probably see some of the paraphernalia behind me. Right, right. Yeah. And, uh, I see the cowboy. You know, I didn't really, <laughs> <laughs> you see the Prairie View picture probably behind me and right. picture, but one of my second passions and loves was sports broadcasting. Okay. And I didn't that until late in college well I had already started down this career you know in chemical engineering and I didn't realize that there were actually degree programs in sports you know uh, broadcasting and so some years down the line I hooked up with another fellow graduate uh, Dr. Kenyatta J. Cavill yeah uh -huh. who is a 95 graduate of uh, Department of Mechanical Engineers and so he and I were working for Monsanto and we started talking, you know, what can we do? How can we get into broadcasting? But how can we put an HBCU twist on it? Okay. And so, so many years down later, we hooked up with uh, a radio station here in Houston, uh, KCOH Radio, which is a legendary radio station for any that are familiar with the Houston area, KCOH and KYOK, they're some of the longest standing radio stations in the Houston, Texas area. So we found a producer and we started producing our radio. We didn't know what we were doing. Right. We were getting off work, coming and talking about HBCU sports, much the same way you hear them talk about it on ESPN's college game day. We're like, we need one with an HBCU experience. We need to bring 
forefront. You know, we had, you know, bright ideas and all of that good stuff. So we would meet every Tuesday. We would start just talking and, and you know, God is good. It, you know, the it started steamrolling. It started gaining momentum. We started creating our own polls. Again, we had no idea what we were doing. Wow. We just for sports and love broadcasting. Mm-hmm. And sudden we picked up a third cast member uh charles bishop as well and here we are we have the three of us doing uh dr cavill's inside the hbcu sports lab uh and it was every tuesday 6 p.m uh central we've maintained that time well now we have three different times uh we do uh tuesdays we do thursdays and we do sunday morning recaps during football season and we've been able to bring a band element uh, to it. So we've been able to spur up and, and, and reach with other groups. Now we're part of what's known as Black College Sports Network, which is a conglomerate of different broadcasting groups focusing on different regions relative to HBCU sports. Uh, and there's also, we've also started a Prairie View uh, sports casting crew called 1876 Sports and Culture. Oh, wow. Uh, primarily on Prairie View A&M. So uh, Joe Clay, uh, Alan Wood, Shanetta Haskell, Dr. Cavill is uh, our producer, but also Roland Austin. Those are some of the members of the show, Gati Rawima. So a great crew. We have fun. We bring a lot of fun to it. It's almost like bringing the tailgate and (laughs) sports all in one streaming show. So we've, you know, it's grown, the idea's grown, but um, it's it's a love, it's a labor of passion and love. So thank you opportunity to share that experience oh that's good I, i'm gonna have to tune in I, I definitely especially i didn't know about the purview one so that's really good absolutely every uh every tuesday we release a stream uh, right now we're streaming uh, online uh spotify we send all of the links out and we hope to go live streaming and live youtube channel here in the next couple of months so look for oh. look Something big from 1876 sports and culture as well. Okay, you guys heard it first here, so cool, great. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so good. So it keeps for it it makes for a very busy life with you know family and balancing that and and work and travel, national and international. You know, there's never a dull moment. Trust me. I was gonna say, when do you get to sleep? <laughs> sleep, sleep is overrated. <laughs> so, so, but all is well, all is well. So, thank you again for the opportunity. Um, this, this is great. So, that's good. That's good. So, um, the the other one thing I will add is we will be doing special homecoming series. So, you talk about homecoming. Everyone knows that homecoming falls during middle, end of September. Uh-huh. Well, and then into October. So we'll have a special homecoming series coming up. So I'll put that plug in as well. Oh, good. I like that. 